It's unstable tubby with Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Hello, Sarah. It's Maggie. I was calling to make sure on your calendar you have September 12th, 7 p.m., Texas Theater saved, marked, highlighted, because we are going to be a part of Idiot Night, Idiot's Night, Idiot's Night. It's more than one idiot. In fact, there's a lot of really great idiots who are going to be performing, and we get to be a small, very fun part of that show. So just make sure that you were there because I don't want to be a single idiot up there. I want to make sure that it's both of us idiots at Idiot's Night on September 12th at 7 p.m. at Texas Theater. And it is going to be the best time. I believe it's just like donations only, no tickets. Just come show up, have fun, laugh. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be so great. This is Maggie, a single idiot, and you are Sarah, double idiots. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. Uh, something that right now you can maybe see because we can see each other, although I will not be using the video for this recording, is that I'm dressed as if I'm going to work out. Um, like I'm wearing a nice t-shirt, a sports bra. I got, got my, uh, my nice workout pants shorts on. And I just want you to know that I will not be. <laughs> you know, I think athleisure, is that the right word? Athleisure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is workout clothing athleisure? Is is not, like, you might, back in the day, us millennials mm-hmm. use that as workout clothing. Like, that is what you would do. There wasn't athleisure. There was just low-ride jeans, sparkly belts, butterfly clips, crop tops, corduroy, like, there was no athletes. There was juicy right. track suits, but juicy track suits were low ride. Like you were wearing them for a impractical, student. yeah, impractical. Now in 2023, the year of this recording, athleisure is a style. It is. I'm not. I don't want the listeners to be confused and think that I look stylish, though. I am. I did get dressed thinking. I'm going to get dressed in clothes that I could do, like a little yoga workout after we record. I could do some stretching. I could maybe do, you know, I could I could work out. But I have decided since getting on this call that mm-hmm. I will not be. Um, and I don't look cute. Like, I don't look like even grocery store appropriate, I wouldn't say. Wow. You know? Mm-hmm. But um, it's more like the idea of, like, I keep thinking that if I dress in the workout, like that Atomic Habits. Did you ever hear of that book? Mm-hmm. Where it's like if you if you wake up and you're already in your workout clothes, then you're more likely to work out. Sure. Because it takes like a step out of the process. Right. So I keep yes. thinking that. And then I keep 
not doing the, doing the step, yeah. doing that last step, you know? Well, you are though. You're almost to your goal. I, as this recording in 2023, I am 75 laps away. And every, the last few mornings, is it's been every day since July 9th of 2023. And I keep saying that year because this podcast lives on for eternity. And someone could be listening in the year 2024 or 2057. I don't know. Right. And they could be like, well, Sarah's been walking for how long? She's been doing laps around the park for how long? How many years? June 9th? And all I had to do was just go to sleep in my workout clothes. Is that what you do, though? Do you do no. that? No, because if I went to sleep in my workout clothes, I'm like, oh, these clothes are now dirty because I slept in them. Mm. I don't want to go outside and walk in them. So I'd have to change anyways. But I do, because I get up at 6, in theory, <laughs> to go walk because breakfast is at 7 and my child wakes up at 6.30, I set my clothes out so I don't have to open drawers and stuff. I can just pick it up and mm. go put it on in the bathroom. That's good. That's but- good. That doesn't – the motivating factor isn't the clothes. It's the failure. Yeah. I think I just have to have a healthier fear of failure, which I don't. I'm not afraid of failing. But you know what I am afraid of? What's that? Cold fingers. Oh, is this your segue? This is. Sarah, are you ready for a fact? I am ready for this fact. Back in the Middle Ages, only the rich wore gloves to show off their wealth, while the poor peasants wore mittens to keep their fingers warm. Well, good on them, because mittens keep your hands warmer than gloves do. Absolutely. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. The rich are foolish. They're dum-dums. All Aren't all really extremely wealthy people? Just a little bit dumb. Big old dummy. Big you old know, dummy. A big old People dummy. think because they have money that like they surely had to have intelligence to get that money. No. But it's really like in this case, they're middle ages. They're marrying their brothers. They're putting their fingers in gloves. They're like not very smart. Didn't think that's where you're going to see they're putting their fingers in, but I'm grateful it was gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome for that. In you're this welcome. year of 2023, anyone can get rich. Just it's not about working hard. It's about having a a good enough idea where people will give you lots of money because they're a little bit big old dummy. Yeah, really. If you can just if you have an idea that can swindle someone who already has a lot of money out of their money, mm-hmm. then you could be the person who then later gets swindled. It's the circle of life, really. It's the circle of life because like if you have that much money, like think about Elon Musk. Ugh, do I have to? No, you don't have to. But I, to make my point, you might consider it. Like, sure. He he didn't come up with Tesla. He bought Tesla. Because he already had money. He had money. Like, let's – and he's, he's a big old dummy. And then you he know? bought Twitter and changed the name to X. X. And then the emails you get from Twitter says X, formerly Twitter. I'm like, okay. Does he think he is Prince? But speaking of princes and oh. Middle Ages. Yes. Are you ready to react? <laughs> yes. So in the Middle Ages, princes and ah. rich people wore gloves to show off their wealth. What are you most looking forward to about winter? <laughs> <laughs> this is not your react. Did you just come up with no, that? No, that is literally written. That? That's um, written. I, 
I thought that you were is gonna... written in my notes. React <laughs> colon. What are you most looking forward to about winter? Question mark. Oh my goodness gracious! Because I would have assumed like we're talking about wealth. Like, what is something you do to show off? Your wealth, and then I would have said, I don't have wealth. It's probably like going to Target is my wealth, you know? I'm trying to manifest something important, Sarah. And okay. what's important to me winter. is winter, is trying to get out of this heat. I know. I still, I know this is not your react and it's off topic, so forgive me, but I would take 110 degree days over a two degree. Like if, if I had to choose between 20 consecutive days of 110 or 20 consecutive days of like negative two, mm-hmm. I would take the 120, the the temperature, mm. hotter. Yeah. Simply yeah. because of the less accessories like gloves. It's true. It's true. You just t- – you're taking things off when it's that hot versus like I have to have gloves and they have to show my fingers because I am rich or like, right. oh, no, should I wear these mittens? Everyone's going to think I'm a medieval peasant. Yeah. And also with mittens, I have the ones that you can take the tops off and have yes. your fingers because mm-hmm. in this day and age, it's hard not to have your fingers. You got to have your fingers. You got to have your fingers. So what am I looking forward to the most about winter? That was the mm-hmm. question. Yeah. And since I live in Texas in 2023, the thing I'm looking forward to most about winter in Texas is the 70 degree temperatures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, when it's January and it's 70 degrees outside, I'm not going to be complaining. That's ideal. That's the, that is the best temperature, 70 it degrees. Is. So that's what I'm looking forward to most. What about you? What are you looking forward to most about winter? Literally anything that's not 110 degrees and probably mittens. As to earth signs, Sarah and Maggie are always preparing which is why it's time to play Till Death Do Us Part. Aww, why? The game where they interview potential replacement besties in case the other one kicks the can. Okay, Maggie. Your possible new bestie is an it girl. That is it, IT, as an information technology. She has been an IT manager for over 20 years, currently raising two teenagers, and teaches families how to be the tech expert of their homes through podcasts, TV appearances, YouTube videos, and social media. Please welcome your possible new BFF, Sarah Kimmel. Hi. Hi, Sarah. You are an it girl. Look at that IT. (laughs) I'm going to have to talk to you about technology, things that break all around me at some point, but I'm very excited at this point to get to know you a little better and see if you would be a good replacement best friend for Sarah. I mean, we have the same name, so it... You just slide right in. I slide right in, right. Like from friends, you know. Exactly. You would be very much more helpful too than (laughs) I am to Maggie, a hundred percent. When our... We can't get technology to work for us 100% of the time. You know, technology's scared of me, so it it works out. Yeah. Well, I do have a would you rather question and it is based on your name, Sarah Kimmel. Um it's a very serious question, but I will be scoring this to see uh how you do. So, uh your name is Sarah Kimmel, and at one point in the early 2000s, comedian Jimmy Kimmel and Sarah Silverman were together. If you had to be friends with either, 
Jimmy Kimmel or Sarah Silverman, who would you pick? Um, I'm going to have to go with Sarah Silverman. And the funny thing about that is early in those days when I, I was doing this blog thing and I would Google my name and everything that came up was Jimmy Kimmel and Sarah Silverman, literally everything. And so when they broke up, I was kind of a little brokenhearted, but uh, I was okay with it because now my name could like reach the top of the search engine. You're like, but thank goodness. I know, right? Like, gosh, will you guys split up already? Uh, but yeah, I think Sarah Silverman um, would just be a really fun hang. Like, she is super down to earth. Not that Jimmy Kimmel isn't down to earth. I mean, I love when he steals his kids' Halloween candy and stuff. But yes, it's yeah. a great bit. Uh, but but I think kinda... I think Sarah Silverman and I would like really like the sarcasm and everything. We got that down. I dig it. 100%. And, you know, she also spells her name with an H like you and I. As God intended. Exactly. As- <laughs> the correct way. If you have a hot take on that, please DM us. We'd love to hear your opinion. All right. Maggie is scoring you. Sarah, are you ready for your next very serious, very purposeful, would you rather question? Absolutely. Okay. Sarah. Would you rather have to explain how to use TikTok to someone in the boomer generation or have to explain the Oregon Trail to Gen Z? (laughs) Oh, that's a tough question. I'm going to say I I feel like I um, have a knack for explaining technology to people who don't understand technology. So I'm going to go with the boomers um, just because I think I can handle that. Um, Gen Z is a, a little intimidating. So sometimes, <laughs> and I actually grew up in Oregon. So Oregon Trail is like deep in my blood, but, um, but I'm not going to die of dysentery today. So we'll go with, <laughs> I we'll go with the... <laughs> The TikTok. You know, the amount of times I have referenced Oregon Trail and people don't know what I'm talking about is too many. I'm like, where, how do you not know this quintessential program that formed our decisions? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was required gaming for, you know, us in elementary school in Oregon. All across the continental United States. As it should be. As, As it, it should right. be. As it should be. Your choices have consequences. You know, that's the real lesson. (laughs) You know, there is a good lesson from the Oregon Trail. Like, you know, make good choices and you won't die of dysentery. Exactly. All right. I have a final question for you. So you are big into safety with children and technology and all sorts of things along the lines. So would you rather your kids have unsupervised access to YouTube or unsupervised access to TikTok? Ooh, um, unsuper, like that's the key word there because, you know, without that word, I I think my answer would be different, but I'm probably going to say YouTube because TikTok's algorithm is real good. Like really, really good. Best algorithm out there. And so you can fall down a rabbit hole really easily with TikTok where I think YouTube, there's enough ads that'll give them a little bit of a break and things. So I'm going to go with YouTube. That is fascinating. I, I'm here for that answer. Maggie, uh, do you have a score for your possible new BFF? 
I I'm do. I have been counting, and I have to say, you actually scored a perfect score, Sarah. <gasps> yes. You got every ah, answer right. I studied really hard. I studied really hard. Congratulations. I Like I said before, I would be honored, and I know Maggie would be excited if you were to replace me as her BFF, because there are so many things in our life that dramatically end because of our inability to use technology correctly. And Sarah, you you kind of you are the it girl. You are <laughs> the IT queen and technology savvy expert, especially when it comes to kids and technology and parents with kids and technology. And I wanted to see what do you have going on? What is where can people find you? If there's like one tip you want to leave everybody with, what would it be? Um, so they can find me. I also have a podcast, Family Tech Talk. Um, so that's available on all platforms. And I am a frequent visitor of Instagram and YouTube. Uh, so I have uh, an Instagram channel and a YouTube channel. Uh, if you look for Family Tech anywhere, it's me. I have the Family Tech handle on all social platforms. So if you're looking for me, that's how you'll find me. Um, my one tip is like, just don't be scared of technology. It's, I am a very tech positive person. Um, I love technology. Obviously I like, that's my entire career revolves around technology. Um, and so my family has always been a really, um, technical place. There's a lot of technology in the home. And so is if you just like embrace it and, you know, learn how to use it, then it's really not that scary. And you can have a healthy relationship with technology in your house. I love it. Sarah, can you replace me and I can just listen to you talk all the <laughs> no, time? No, no. <laughs> no. There's Thank room for two Sarahs. Two Sarahs sure. at this best friend table, I think. As long as they spell it correctly, it's fine. It's a bestie connection. Thanks for playing along. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace.